0: RVFTAs campground of the week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Progressive Insurance. Get an RV policy quote by calling 1-800-Progressive or visiting progressive.com/rv. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com.
1: America the beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner.
0: And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds.
1: Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent.
0: On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel.
1: Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors.
0: From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road. With RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Our Kentucky correspondent is Casita Dean May. Dean is a professor and head of the Department of Social Work at Western Kentucky University. Laura and Dean have been married for 34 years and have two young adult daughters, Natalie and Claire. In their journey to the empty nest, Laura and Dean discovered the RVing lifestyle and culture. In a series of fortunate events, they purchased a new-to-them 2005 Casita 17-foot Freedom Deluxe Egg Camper in the fall of 2015. They are particularly fond of attending egg rallies for RVers that own molded fiberglass RVs. They also travel with Gibbs, the Mississippi Maltese. Welcome to the show, Dean.
2: Hey, Dean. Hey, it's good to be here. Hi.
1: And this week, we get to hear about a campground that you stayed at at, one of those molded fiberglass rallies, right?
2: Yeah, that's that's right. We're going to go to uh, Spirit of the Swanee Music Park in northern Florida.
1: Okay, we cannot wait to hear about this campground because we actually met up with you in Tampa after you had stayed there. So I was excited to hear the complete review on this show. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Yogi Bear Jellystone Parks, which have everything your family needs to make long-lasting camping memories. Whether you're an RV enthusiast or you enjoy the comforts of a cabin, Jellystone parks have first-rate accommodations, amenities, and activities. From water zones to themed weekends and appearances from Yogi Bear and friends, you'll see that Family Fun is the main attraction at Jellystone Campgrounds. And with over 80 locations all across the United States and Canada, you can have a quality camping experience that's close to home. Visit CampJellyStone.com or find a Jellystone Park near you.
0: Dean, zoom us in on the location in northern Florida. How exactly do we get to this awesome campground?
2: Okay, it's going to be. This is a very easy uh, campground to find because you're going to be on I 75, which is one of those primary uh, uh, highways for accessing Florida. So, uh, Spirit of the Swanee is in northern Florida. Uh, In fact, it's just not really that far south of the Florida-Georgia border, and you're going to use exit 451, and then the music of the Swanee Park is only about five miles from the interstate. It's uh, close to a town uh, by the name of Live Oak, Florida. And also, to maybe give you uh, other folks a bit of a perspective, if you know where Jacksonville, Florida is, uh, Spirit of the Swanee would be about 90 miles west of Jacksonville, just after you would go west of the interstate. And I'm guessing Tallahassee would be another 75 miles to the west.
1: All right. Well, we've got lots of Georgia listeners. So this might be a nice little discovery for some of those folks too a quick getaway. Now, this is a private campground. So tell us more about how it's sort of laid out and
2: situated. Okay. And I'm going to, uh, this, this park it's a private park, but there's hundreds and hundreds of acres there. In fact, there's like eight hundred acres that you could just do primitive camping. And there's over six hundred campsites in addition to the, the, the hundreds of acres that you could do uh, private camping. It's also I, I noticed there's one of those parks that if you have horses that you can camp with your horses and they have special loops for for folks with horse trailers and horses. It's and- so funny,
1: it almost seems like it's like set up like a state park, like a public campground, but it's a private one.
2: Right, right. Uh, and as you can tell, and we'll talk about it quite a bit, the, the thing that's really unique about this park is its emphasis on on music. Uh, and, and it's also one of these places that if you don't have an RV, you can also just go there and you can rent uh, a cabin. And they also even have a, a, a treehouse that you can rent and Within in the near future, we'll talk about it later in the show. They have a second amazing tra- tree treehouse, and I think
0: you're going to be able to rent that too. Treehouse rentals are on point these days in the <laughs> campground uh, industry. Yeah, they just are.
1: Finger on the pulse. Tell
0: us about the physical appearance of the campground and the immediate surroundings. What does this place look like?
2: Okay, this is northern Florida, not to be confused with the rest of Florida. I did my uh, my master's degree at Florida State, so Tallahassee and this area of Florida, which you know again live oak is going to be uh, east of Tallahassee. It's very it's it's flat. Uh, there's a lot of pine, but there's also beautiful, uh, oak trees, live oak trees, lots of Spanish moss. Uh, and you can tell you're in Florida because of the, uh, there's lots of sand in, uh, in the, in the soil. So it's, uh, it, you think of Florida, you think of, you know, the bigger cities and all of the amenities of Florida, but this area of Florida is, is actually a little on the rural
0: side. It's not Orlando. No, it is not Orlando. I right, How about price range and ease of booking. How much does it cost to camp here?
2: Oh, it's, I I think, very, very reasonable. If you want a tent camp, you know, $25 a night and uh, 30-amp sites, water and electrics, uh, only 30. If you want full hookup, just 35. And then they also have 50-amp sites, whether it's water and electric, would be like 40, and then full hookups for a 50 amps, only 45. Uh, Then they also have duplexes uh, that would sleep two people for $85 a night you can get a one bedroom cabin that would sleep 2 to 4 people for 100 a two bedroom that would sleep 4 to 6 for 130 and there if you want you could do the spirit uh, treehouse that's going to sleep 2 to 4 for for 165 and nice so it's those are uh,
1: reasonable cabin f- prices i think and
2: i
0: love how the treehouse is more expensive <laughs> than the cabin <laughs>
2: Right. And, and, and sleeps fewer people, but it's, there's just that one tree house. So it's kind of a unique place to stay.
1: All right. You can book this online or did you book by calling?
2: Uh, I actually, since we were with the egg camper rally, uh, we, I, we, we got a discount on top of our, uh, full hookup 30 amp site. I think they gave us another $5 off. So I had to speak with a specific person and the customer service was wonderful, but they also have an easy, they have their own online booking system. And I took a, uh, took a look at that and found it. I, I don't think it would be too bad to use. It looked nice.
1: All right. Now, this sounds to me like I'm picturing 600 sites like a huge all these acres. How are all these campsites laid out? What you know, what are these actual campsites look like?
2: Right. And it's and there it's there's quite a bit of diversity here. And again what I want you you know, you're thinking about northern Florida and these beautiful live oaks and lots of pine, but it's still kind of flat and there's some large large open areas almost like pasture areas but then at the other uh, but there's also lots of trees and other areas of the park this is a very diverse park Uh, again hundreds of acres and depending and there's a large distance between one campground area compared to another campground area they may have uh, uh, 80 acres set aside for nothing other than primitive camping and then you'll go a distance away and they have an area just for generator uh for folks that want to camp with generators we stayed, our egg camper rally was in an area called uh, the loop, loop camping, and it is much more of a that traditional, at least for Laura and I, when I think about a campground, you know, it's kind of set up on a loop and you're going to have, you know, campsites, you know, campsites on the interior of the loop as well as the exterior of the loop. So, uh, uh, and. It, it, now, the loop area, you're going to have, you know, a fair amount of trees, particularly on the perimeter, a few less on the interior of the loop. Uh, and like I said, that's a nice—that's a good place to start if you don't know a lot about this music park and you want to camp there. That's kind of what I would recommend, and we'll you know, I guess, you know, I'll probably mention that again uh, in a bit. But they have some beautiful isolated areas. It's called, the, like, the the Bird Sanctuary, so and they have beau you know, all these you know waterfowl, beautiful birds. And if you want to go camp over there, I remember uh, we were over there. There was one person in this entire area, and they were there because that's that's where they wanted to hang out. They wanted to chill out. Uh,
0: Tent camping but, in these re- more remote areas, or people have RVs you know, out there.
2: No, they have RVs out there. I mean, you full hookup sites, but it's in in, in a more remote area, uh, and it's designed for folks that just want to to chill out and relax um, stay,
0: stay, for people who want to stay away from the crazy egg camper egg rally. campers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, definitely want to stay away from the egg campers. But again, then you're going to be farther away from the general store. You're going to be farther away from some of the, the music facilities and things like that. But uh, again, so really lots of options depending on the type of camping that you want to do. They even have membership camping there. Uh, there's even an area that's designated for folks that if you have disabilities and, you know, related to wheelchairs that make that the campsites are a bit more accessible than your traditional campsites. Uh, so real lots of opportunities uh, for different types of camping at, at this park.
1: Now, we want to hear all about the amenities here. But first, I just want to say that for all of our listeners, Dean actually hopped on to a Facebook Live for us within our Facebook group, within our private RVFTA Facebook group. And while he was here, so if you want to see kind of more of this location and what he, you know, where he was camping and what it looked like, you can all embed that into the show notes at RVFCA. And he
0: also goes into a bunch of people's campers, yeah. which is it might sound <laughs> That's weird. What happens at the might Eugene sound weird, rallies. but at an egg rally, it's not weird at all. It'd be weird if he didn't go into a bunch of campers.
1: All right, tell us about the amenities, <laughs> Dean.
2: All right. Uh, again, the the name of this park was Spirit of the Swanee Music Park. This is a very unique park that I think probably goes back to the 1970s. And uh, the founders of this park, they were real interested. They were into music. So, like, right now, you could go on their website and find all of the different m- uh, concerts that they 're having all the different even music festivals, so really from February through November, all types of of music live music they have they have a music hall that they have you know live music uh, three nights a week, then they also have weekends that they have uh, music festivals. Um, yeah, you know, I think I think I even noticed that there was a a, a, a kiss tribute concert uh, that was going on. So, meaning
0: Dean uh, was in the front row, rocking yeah, it out with go. his kiss makeup on.
2: <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, I mean, really, it would be kind of a, depending on what you're going. You could make this a destination and go for the music festival, or you could be heading farther south to go to you know Fort Wilderness and and Disney World, but take a take a long weekend of your trip and take in a a, a music festival. And, and take in the amenities of of northern Florida, rather than you know all of the hustle and bustle of uh, of southern Florida. So. Uh, they have other things there. They have what they call the craft village. So there's like where you can, you can watch them make different types of crafts and you can purchase, you know, wooden boxes and shelves and they do wildlife representations and there's different types of fabric bags and clothing and everything that they sell there, they make there. So the shop owners are are selling their wares, uh, they also have themed weekends. Like I was looking at one and it was called the Old Time Farm Days and Swap Meet. So it's tractor pulls. So, and they do tractor parades and antiques and soap making and arts and crafts and food and homemade ice cream. And you can buy jammin's and jellies and get kettle corn and they'll set up a petting zoo and lots of activities for the kids. So this is. And I'm
0: picturing Gene Simmons doing all of these things.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. That would be.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. It's so discordant. It's like you could make soap and then catch a kiss cover band that (laughs) night. Yeah. All in the same weekend.
1: (laughs) This is so unique. So you're describing this really large, very natural kind of a setting, and then all of this music and these crafts. But then at the same time, there's also kind of amenities that you would you know, expect at more of a typical private RV park, like a swimming pool, right?
2: Right, right. They have a swimming pool. There's lots of opportunities uh, for hiking. I would highly recommend anything you can do close to the Suwannee River, do it. It is a beautiful, majestic river. But Definitely not on the scale of the Mississippi or the Ohio or whatever. This is one of these rivers that because of the uh, the nature of the area, the water looks like iced tea. So it's really kind of a – a, it, but it's clear. It's as clear as it can be. It's as clear as a glass of iced tea, but that's the color of the water. And you can – they also have a lake. Uh, you can do some bicycling. Uh, I dabble a little bit with disc golf. Uh, my nephew that lives in uh, Jacksonville came over. He is a serious disc golf player. They have an 18-hole disc golf course that's free. That is a lot of fun. Um, if you're, they also have pavilions and a grand hall. We were in the grand hall. We had a barbecue dinner associated with the uh, with the egg camper rally. Uh, the other thing that's really cool about this place, they have a bat house, and this is a structure that houses it could house up to a 1 million bats but they, i think they have they're estimating 400,000 to 500,000 bats and they have a fence you know probably about a 100 foot perimeter around the bat house and you can go park uh, you may want to wear a hat uh you may even want to wear uh, some type of uh, a rain jacket or whatever because at nighttime Five hundred thousand bats will come out of that bat house and will swarm overhead and then disperse. But now this
1: is like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Like <laughs> there, there
0: are times when I just think Dean is making all of this up. I mean, but uh, then there are other times I believe him.
1: Yeah. Back and forth. You, you
2: can go on YouTube and you can uh, you know check out Spirit of the Swanee uh, Music Park Bat House and you can watch some of the videos. Now, unfortunately, as you all know, when we were in Florida, it was a little chilly, so the bats said, "Heck no, we're not coming out tonight." And we went for three nights in a row and and nearly froze. Uh, particularly the first night waiting for those darn bats to come out and they didn't come out. So uh, we didn't get, we got to see a few, the third night, we probably saw dozens of bats fly out, but we didn't get to see 500,000 bats fly out.
1: Them bats are smart. All right. <laughs> Anything else we need to know before we uh, move on?
2: One more thing and it's another tree house and they have a beautiful, ginormous live Oak tree. Overlooking the Suwannee River, and they have a treehouse in the top of this that is gorgeous. And you, when you check in, I would highly recommend because these will fill up. When you check in uh, to the campground, go ahead and reserve your tour of the mother treehouse. And it's eight dollars for adults, four dollars for kids. And uh, you'll wait for your turn to go up through the treehouse and you have plenty of time to tour it and look at it. But while you're waiting, you'll see a video and they'll tell you the the origins and the idea and the matriarch of this park. Uh, This was sort of dedicated uh, to her. And unfortunately, she passed away before this treehouse was finished. Uh, But it is a fantastic, beautiful, um, kind of a, one of a kind opportunity. And I heard that they're going to start renting that. And that would be high, high, that would be top shelf real estate there in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of a place to stay. Cause that is a beautiful tree house.
0: Now, Dean, while you were there and when you did that Facebook live, you were a little bit worried about the wifi. So what is the wifi cell phone situation there?
2: Uh, now, I have to be a little careful because where Laura and I were staying, we are in one of the more traditional, we were in the loop area, and uh, our casita was about eight feet from the pole that had Wi-Fi, so our Wi-Fi was pretty good. So, But you may have noticed when I was doing the uh, Facebook Live, as I was walking around the loop, occasionally it would, it, uh, we would have to buffer a little bit. Compared to most uh, places where Laura, Laura and I will camp, uh, the Wi-Fi was pretty good, and the cell phone was fine.
1: Now, you mentioned that the booking process was nice, that you had good customer service on the phone, booking your site. The rest of your stay was good, too, in terms of customer service?
2: I would say in, we did a number of activities there because of the egg camper rally. So we interacted a great deal with the staff. The staff were absolutely wonderful. And uh, I'd mentioned earlier the matriarch of the uh, of of the park. Her son, his name is Charles Cornett. Uh, a lot of us egg campers interacted with him, and he, you know, again they hosted us for the barbecue dinner. Great guy. Come to find out, he owns a casita. And his roots are from Kentucky, so it's it nice for me to have a chance to to
0: chat with him some. It Brother all, ma- it, all makes, it all makes it right. all makes sense now. This entire <laughs> campground. Yeah, <laughs> any organized activities and recreation. Wow.
1: sounds like w- there's a lot of it
2: there. <laughs> yeah, it, it, pretty much. It's going to whatever happens to be going on that weekend. Uh, As far as a music festival. And again, they have the, the music three nights a week and they do karaoke and, you know, that type of thing. Beyond that, I didn't see anything that would be specifically geared toward, you know, kids activities. But there's still a lot to do there for kids, whether it's the swimming pool, the disc golf, the bicycling. Uh, you know, that type of thing.
1: All right. So help us make some choices here because there's a lot of choices to be made. If someone's listening to this and thinking this sounds like the like most unique campground that I've heard about yet on campground of the week, I want to go visit, but it's almost overwhelming. Like where do I make reservations? What are sort of your tips for a first time visitor?
2: Well, I would definitely – I think I'd stay with the traditional loop area because it's most like a traditional campground. So I would go to the loop area unless you just really know that there's a particular type of camping uh, that you would want to do that would put you out in the the, the boonie part of the the park a little more. Uh, If I had it to do over again, the site we picked because you can – Laura and I wanted a full hookup site. We ended up with a site on the interior of the loop area, and we were smack dab in the middle of everything. So we were, you know, eight feet from the uh, pole that had the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, access to the Wi-Fi. We were probably 50 feet from the bathhouse, and but, which was really nice for the egg camper rally. Everything that was going on, we were part of the center hub. One of the meeting areas that we ended up having a pitch in was probably— 50, 60 feet away. I probably would choose a site on the perimeter of the loop area, one of the back end sites, and you're going to get, you know, a few more trees and a little more privacy. All
0: right, Dean, we know nobody's perfect, not even campgrounds that are owned by people that have casitas. So tell us, what could be improved here?
2: Oh, I think just a couple of things here. Uh, bath houses were adequate. I thought maybe the bath houses could be updated uh, uh, a little bit with not a lot of additional cost. And then the other thing is, I mean, they do have an opportunity for you to look at the different camping areas and you can click on sites and you can reserve a site, but I had a hard time conceptualizing what does this whole place look like. So if they had if you if you could find a way to easier to in a more easy way create A map of this entire park, and then I can see the different camping areas within the park, click on that, and then be able to reserve from there. I think that would be helpful. So maybe a little bit of technology with their website, just to make it a little easier to get the overall picture of this park.
0: And that's a great one because it wouldn't be expensive. Now in a second, Dean is going to take us down to the river and give us some regional highlights, but before we go down to the river we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco.
1: Since 1968, Jayco has been providing a way for generations of families to create lasting memories. Today, Jayco offers everything from camping trailers to gas Class A motorhomes, complete with standard features and a longer, stronger two-year limited warranty. Jayco gives you the value you're looking for and the peace of mind you deserve. Lots of family fun is to be had around a campfire with a Jayco nearby. For more information, visit your closest Jayco dealer or Jayco.com. Jayco. Jayco generations of family fun
0: now dean you don't have to leave this campground i mean there's just like a ridiculous amount (laughs) of stuff going on here but if you did what would you do
2: right i think there's there's a, a a handful of different things i think you could do to just get out and explore the area a little bit but again this is there's lots to do at this campground and i you know for me i think This campground is about relaxing and even the amenities surrounding the park. It's still it's a little more low key than, you know, those those amusement parks and some of the other wild activities that, you know, we sometimes want to do in the summer. Uh, One of the things that, again, I think you have to do is something associated with the Suwannee River. So there's the the Suwannee Outpost. They rent canoes and kayaks and they have some nice trips uh in, ranging anywhere from maybe an hour to 6 7 hour trips 2 miles to 13 miles uh, you can even do overnight uh, kayaking and canoeing if you want. But I'm, you know, I figure most families, you're going to be camping in the campground. You're going to go do a day trip. I thought the cost, very, very reasonable, from about $13 to $26, depending on how long a trip. And then if you have kids under the age of 13, they're going to be half off. So I thought that's really nice.
0: Cool. Uh, now, if you wanted to take some healthy snacks with you on a kayaking trip, where might you grab them?
2: I think a couple of different places and again this is rural North Florida there's you know, a lot of farming which maybe you would you know kind of they raise a lot of cattle there's a lot of horses so you could go to Rooney's front porch farm you can you know pick fresh blueberries they also have thornless blackberries uh, you can buy the jams uh, you can have a picnic under the shade trees so that's a nice area and another they have another farm and it's kind of an interesting name the name of the farm is gan eden farms and you and maybe what you want to do is go go buy an organic chicken take it back to the campsite and cook it over the the fire or put it on the grill uh they have vinegars they also specialize in sweet and spicy ghost pepper jams so that's another organic farm that you could check out
0: now what if we want to sit somewhere and have a nice meal and have a little table service
2: Okay now I we had a chance to have a really nice meal with our our nephew and the name and this is going to be in Live Oak. So that's the town closest to the uh, to the music music park, probably about 10 miles away. We had a wonderful meal at a place called uh, 406 on Duval and uh it's it's an old house that's been con- a big two-story house that's been converted into a a restaurant so it's got big windows and you can look out the windows and see the beautiful live oak with the spanish moss and it's a nice atmosphere it looks like it might be a little fancy but but it's 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 fine you can go in and but it's one of those places you're probably going to spend uh, at least an hour, hour and a half on on your meal. So depending upon the energy level of the kids, may may not be your first choice. But it's a great place to uh, to have a meal and take in a little local flavor.
0: What if we want to get our fingers dirty for a little barbecue? Uh,
2: well, that they have a great barbecue place in Live Oak. It's it's a Big Wood barbecue and grill. Very well-rounded menu, and if if there, it's also the type of restaurant that if you're not interested in barbecue, you can still find a number of a number of options. And if you want to kind of you know take take a little step back in time, they also have a, a place that's called the Downtown Cafe. Uh, It doesn't have a website, but it's very quaint, very cozy. And you can find them on Facebook, but they don't have a a, a website. And that's just a a real kind of comfortable, cozy, laid back place to to have a meal with uh, with the kids.
1: All right. And we'll link to all those places over at rvfta.com. Now, Dean, you and Laura kind of took a pretty uh, an extended trip. It was, I think, your longest trip to date um, right. as you were going down to Florida and stopping over at this campground. And you really thought that this campground was the perfect place for that sort of a thing, right? A stop along a larger route, maybe.
2: Right. It's the type of place that I think would be nice to stay for three or four days and really take in uh, the Swanee River. Uh, and also maybe take in the the local area a bit, and again with its music focus, maybe you would even want to cater your time there to a particular music festival or a particular type of of concert. And it's it really kind of has a little bit of a kind of a retro hippie vibe to it, but still very family oriented and and a great place to stay. Three or four days as you're going on down to Orlando and Disney World or maybe on your way back and you want to chill out a little bit, depending on how you'd like to do that.
1: Fort DeSoto.
2: Dean, thank Bye. you so oh, much for, for
0: another wonderful, quirky review. I mean, I, no offense to anybody, but I've never been dying to get to northern Florida for an RV trip, and I just I would love to go here. Yeah, There's so many so cool unique. things here. Also, a big thank you to Jayco to view their complete line of RVs. Head over to Jayco.com and to Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. And you can check them out at CampJellyStone.com.
1: And to Progressive Insurance. Keep all of your stuff protected with personal effects. With this optional coverage, they'll pay to replace damaged, lost, or stolen personal items in and around your RV. And we all travel with a heck of a lot of stuff these days. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com slash RV for more information.
0: Dean, thank you again. Hopefully we'll, we'll see, see you, you at the, at the Kiss camp concert. Ground. All right. Sounds good.
1: Right, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.